Welcome to the Harbinger of Fun podcast. I'm Joe Mars, the Harbinger of Fun, and I'd like to talk about what makes something fun, why it matters, and how to wield its mighty powers. So, without further ado, on to the show. And here's an interesting one. Okay, all right. That's definitely, that, that, that's a really good way of breaking it down so that so, so that they can uh, better and further develop um, their game. But it brings up another question. And the other yep. question is, um, let's pick on the game. Uh, a pick on a game that you played recently that, um, well, two games. One is a game that I know. And then let me know a game uh, that you know. Uh, so I like the game Street Fighter. Wow. And it's good fighting game, um, you know. And um, what would you say are the mechanics in Street Fighter that makes that particular game fun compared to other like two D fighting games? That's one. And the next one is a, ba- a game that that the game that that's unlike Street Fighter. What made it fail or like not kind of like engage us the same way? I may oh, not know the fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so Street Fighter, this one is sort of, um, this is going to sound like a cheap answer, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> don't you give me cheap answers, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but it, but it is, but it is the, it is the reason. So the reason why Street Fighter is different than other games is because it was the first one. <laughs> so uh-huh. like, so, Street, so yeah, it has that novelty and it also has that, that innovators, um, yeah. uh, uh, what do they call it? I, I, Nolan Bushnell calls it something. He calls it innovators, something mm-hmm. adva- innovators advantage. So mm-hmm. because like, oh, Street Fighter is look what Street Fighter did. They're a fighting game, and now when you hear Street Fighter, you're like, oh, that's the fighting game. Never mm-hmm. mind that King of Fighters has way better mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Fighter is now the thing, and so like Street Fighter has to do has to try really hard to mess it up um, yeah. because they they could, but but they they've done very good quality games for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they will always have that advantage of being Street Fighter, but yeah. that's the point. If you innovate and you do something that's authentic and real and like screw it if it hasn't been done before, that is your reward. Is you become the leader forever in that field. So mm-hmm. and now you're forever fun because of that. Um, versus, uh, let's see, a fighting game that 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 never got as successful as Street Fighter. Mm. let's see i mean no one would know it <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, no, no you brought up a, uh, okay king of fires why hasn't king of fighters um re- like received the same sort of like accolades and things like that and 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 popularity as as street fighter it, it always kind of been in the shallow street fighter yeah so i think it's it's kind of the same reason where i will say personally <clears throat> i like king of fighters mechanics better Mm-hmm. And I yeah. and I really like King of Fighters style better. Yeah. Um, like you feel cool like playing it. Like oh, oh look yeah. it, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm awesome. Um, but the reason is that I think <clears throat> a lot of people, even gamers, um, look at when when it first came out in you know '94. Um, oh, it's just oh, it's they're trying to be like Street Fighter, and that's it. <laughs> huh. And they didn't do themselves any favors because they have a, a character that's like Ryu and Ken. They have uh, Kyo and Iori. So yeah. 
Um, and and so and it's the same thing. It's a two D, you know, two D same looking health bar and timer system. Um, so I think it's because it's already marked as derivative. Mm-hmm. You're not. It's not going to. You're not going to increase your audience bigger than Street Fighter. It'll be Street Fighter's level at best. You know, which mm-hmm. which you're not going to get 100 percent conversion from Street Fighter players to King of Fighters players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's the main reason is that it'll always be looked at as being derivative of Street Fighter. And why would I play King of Fighters if I have Street Fighter? You know, <laughs> for most people. And then people who 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 like respect the like kind of like the film buffs, people who who yeah. want those nuances and want something a little different and a little more complicated, mm-hmm. they'll go to King of Fighters, but then that audience gets smaller and smaller. So yeah. and therefore never as successful as Street Fighter. So yeah. Although although they did put a lot of cool innovative stuff, they mm-hmm. are at the end of the at the at the end of the day, they'll always be derivative of Street Fighter. And mm-hmm. thus the discovery is is lowered. Unfortunately. It reminds me of like uh, uh two things. One is like uh, you know, in terms of popularity and like the, I guess what uh, the uh, the audience uh, assumes that what came first. Uh, so it you know it makes you think of uh, Pokemon and Digimon. I've always been more of a fan of Digimon than Pokemon. I, I guess that the same thing could be said about Street Fighter. Is why I enjoy playing Street Fighter so much because Street Fighter is so popular. Like when you look at the curve for the intelligence of the players over time and how they play. Is that you're gonna you're gonna actually you know fundamentally win more matches playing Street Fighter than you do King of Fighters. The problem with King of Fighters is that all the good people play King of Fighters. I don't want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I want to increase my chances of winning. You see. Uh, <laughs> you know? well, well, that's a good point because the further you go down into these these, I guess they turn into niches. Now the audience is getting smaller because now only the hardcore people are doing it. You know. Yeah. And. And now you can't even forget trying to play King of Fighters now. Like, if you haven't been playing it since 94, you're going to get creamed, you know? Yeah, it's been a while. It's like, now I'm going to touch it. Because I I mean, like, when I play Street Fighter, you know, you beat, like, people who only play the game ever, like, uh, 10 matches in their whole life. You feel like a king. And, um, but uh, King of Fighters, it feels like everyone has played forever. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to touch that. But no, it's a great game, and uh, that is a game I enjoy. Uh, King of Fighters for sure. Mechanics are sweet, um, but yeah. that's probably why. It's because that because it, it becomes a lot of it, it because the mechanics are so good. There's this mastery that that people want to have with it. Um, and mm-hmm. Street Fighter, the mechanics are very simple, and so. Um, but of course, the top players in Street Fighter are, are incredibly good. Uh, but then it's I guess it, it leans into that right. Um, easy to learn, hard to master. Um, Street Fighter is definitely probably one of the easiest fighting games to learn. Anyone, yeah, know, anyone at a very, yeah. And in King of Fighters, if you don't know some of the mechanics, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're kind of dead in the water. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed. And, yeah, yeah. and the mechanics are hard too. Like if you want to do a, a, the super, the death move, whatever, yeah. um, you have to do like quarter circle forward, then half circle <laughs> back, and then like yeah, two yeah. buttons. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Definitely. But it's funny that because that's oh sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, continue, continue. No, I was I was gonna say uh that's a perfect example too, is Pokemon and Digimon. because uh, Pokemon, like Digimon is not in the same level 
according to society <laughs> as uh <laughs> as, as pokemon like pokemon is always like the oh this is the monster trading whatever yeah. but yeah. but but you like digimon for a different reason right yeah oh yeah for a different reason for sure um it, it's like for uh for a simple story like you know let's say like you know they both like we're trying to introduce like a monster and human partner story uh, for what it was, like, um, Digimon dive deeper into the mechanics of story. You know, each character, it, it was like, a, it was like a, uh, in, in, um, there, in that kind of genre for, like, the, the demographic that they're aiming towards, like, there wasn't very many animations that had an, an ensemble cast, which each of the characters having their own point of view. And I found that very unique. And, you know, Versus Pokemon, you have the main character who stayed the same age all his life, and he aimlessly walks around town. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, there was a big difference. You know, and uh, you know, um, you know, it, it's like, uh, and you know, that point of the, you know, like actually breaking down the story and giving different points of views to each of the characters, and then sewing them all together. You know, granted, it's not a perfect story by any means, and um. For, for Digimon, but but using those mechanics um, were quite well, you know at that time you know it came out in 1999 was a was definitely um, really awesome because of you know there was that discovery moment and then you realize that this the story is being told differently and you know it, it also included morality and ethics and things like that um, but these days you know because uh, if you watch enough anime you'll see that they do pattern like anime stories a certain way that are very similar. But, you know, um, about being like one of the first animes you would watch and it has that compared to the cartoons you would watch, that definitely um, brings it first to your attention because it's one of the first that that showed you those particular um, uh, mechanics in a story. And, and uh, so, so definitely I would say that that has a place for sure. Um, and Funny and really cool that you mentioned um, the first because in business um, there's a terminology um, for that too. It's called first mover. So a lot of companies, startups, they want they really go out of their way to to try to um, develop their product or or get uh, get their IP out there because so so they can be the first mover. The first mover has the first mover advantage. However, yeah. there's something really cool. You're gonna love this. There's oh. But it's because, you know, people in business and people in companies, they're such sharks and, and, and you know, they would sell their firstborn to, to get an advantage. Um, <laughs> we realized <laughs> that, that um, they, they, they figure something out that's really interesting is that even if you're the first mover, there's a book by Peter Thiel, uh, Zero to One, he talks about the first mover and the last yeah. mover. And so the first mover, while they may have the advantage of being first, and we compare them to like a bunch of restaurants on, on like on, on a, you know, in a city on the block. Um, it, it's not the first, it's not the, it, even though like a, a restaurant may have the advantage or one of these companies may have advantage being first, it's not the one that's first that will win. It's the one that's last that's still there. So let's say years pass and, you know, five, 10 years pass. And then all the restaurants kind of change places. The last restaurants that stays there at that block is the winner. So that's the last mover's advantage is that they hung in there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a common, <clears throat> it's, so it's not just being the first one. Cause then you can put out like yeah. a, a really yeah. bad product that has like a cool twist. Um, yeah. It's, it's about being the first one that's good. 
Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, because <laughs> Street nobody talks about Street Fighter One, even yeah. though it's like if everyone talks about Street Fighter Two, you, you figure they'll talk about Street Fighter One, but they don't because Street yeah. Fighter One was one of the first fighting games. But yeah, it was like eh, it was like whatever. But yeah. then there was a huge innovation between Street Fighter One and Two, which is yeah. Final Fight, which they learned how to do how to separate the the as a technical but they, they learned how to separate the sprites into two different images and connect it to one sprite so yeah. that let, let let them create bigger uh, uh more complex sprites mm-hmm. uh which were the street fighter 2 characters and that really that's the thing that made it you know really <clears throat> the quality go up so people yeah. you know noticed it and they liked it um same for for disneyland uh there's like a bunch of amusement parks that existed even knott's very farm had its like old town section up before Disneyland, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a complete vision. You know, it was kind of a thing that you looked at while you're waiting for fried chicken, but they, <laughs> yeah. Disneyland, they, he just kind of went all the way. <laughs> like he oh, built yeah. an entire thing and he like, <laughs> he had a fan base already and all that stuff. So, so it's, yeah. it's, it's not just being innovative and being first. It's, yep. it's also being like good. Um, mm-hmm. There's also another quote that is, uh, so you, you have first mover advantage and, yeah. and innovators advantage, but yeah. then there's a quote and I forget who says it, but he says, um, the first to break through the pack is the first with the arrow in its back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Like, so well, if I you're just, you. yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. Agree. So if you're just out there running, then you're yeah. going to get shot. But if you're running and you have a, and you're of a plan, now you look like a hero, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I like when you mentioned that. I read that two ways. It's like I also like the innovators that uh will will get, you know, um, stabbed in the back too because of, mm-hmm. of the, because in the in the 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 the, the environment of, of 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 like the business world today is pretty crazy. It is brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I, like yeah yeah. No, what are you gonna say? Um, you, um, there was something really interesting. What, what was it? I, uh, like, you know, like, you know, like in, in technology, we, we have like open source and then we have like, um, things that are, um, IP based. Um, oh. and so many companies, big, like, you know, like fortune 100 companies are going out of their way to buy all these IPs. And, um, the problem is that, um, uh, certain i believe they they cross paths with certain um certain uh open source or certain other bits and pieces of things uh, or they would lock down things so that you wouldn't be have it available to open source so essentially if anyone comes across like this code or does something a certain way um a lawsuit is just hanging at at you know like um above them um it it restricts innovation like quite a bit you know mm-hmm. like um in movement and things like that um and what ends up happening with that is that yeah you know like not only if if you're running without a plan they will get an arrow on your back um an arrow with a lawsuit Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much um all right, I, I I think that's that's a good note to end on. <laughs> yeah, for sure it is. Oh, this is awesome, dude. Great talk for sure. Yeah, this this is yeah. this is great. I hope I hope uh, people learn something. <laughs> yeah, for sure I do too. <laughs>
Alright, thanks so much for listening. To find out more about me, including where to find my book, you can visit me at harbingerofun.com. See you next episode.